Yo. My man. <laughs> What's going on? How you feeling, bro? Man, everything is good. What's going on on your side, bro? Man, everything is lovely, man. Just enjoying this this nice night out yep. here. Yep. I'm out here with nature right now. I'm yeah, just... I hear it, man. I hear the nature talking to you out there. You know what I mean? So <laughs> looking forward to this podcast. Uh, another one in the books. Hey, it's a lot going on in Lions Land. Uh, I got to ask, as you know, Tavai got cut today, which was, I ain't going to say nothing. Uh, Tavai got cut. Right, uh, right, right. Reynolds got cut. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We let go uh, uh, Crosby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what, what, yeah. Where you at with everything, bro? Um, and Initially, I ain't going to lie to you. I was pretty upset about um, Crosby being let go. Um, just because I felt it was our, I don't even want to say best right tackle, but like he was our most consistent right tackle being, you know, being had that he had filled in and started at that position for like three years. Um, but then I came to find out um, uh, Crosby really, Crosby was ready, you know, he was kind of ready to go. You know what I mean? He was, uh, he actually had requested a trade. And um, remember when we were seeing those reports and they were saying, you know, the Lions might, you know, try to trade Crosby. That was him. That was him saying he was requesting, you know, a trade. And uh, I guess I don't know if, you know, he, he didn't show up to camp. So I, that was one thing I didn't know either. He didn't show up to camp. So I guess he was just kind of like, yo, you know, y'all go ahead and get rid of me because I'm not I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be here, which I understand, you know, Uh had he, st- you know, in wherever, wherever, wherever you play it can make or break your career. And so he was drafted, what, in the fifth round. He'd been here for three years. He played pretty good. He had, I think he would have had a lot of offers. I think he's going to land somewhere quick. Um, and he probably, it's, it's, it's a good number of teams out there that he can, uh, that he can start for. Right. Um, so I, I feel it, you know. So I, first, I was upset about that. I'm not too really anymore because I feel I understand them. Um, only other one I was pretty upset about uh, was Mike Ford. Um, I thought Mike Ford was a guy. I know they had signed him to like a one year deal. Season, and I think to me, Mike Ford is like a guy who. Uh, he, 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 I mean, he wasn't a star, but he was a big body cornerback. Um, he had pretty good speed, and I think he played well. He played well in the preseason. Um, he looked better than other quarterback uh, cornerbacks that I've seen out there on the field. And so I was wondering why he wasn't kept, but you know, I guess they got to do what they got to do. Other than that, I wasn't. I, I wasn't really too much. It wasn't nobody who I was like. Well, yeah, we we gotta keep this guy. Man. We don't keep this guy. We, you know what I mean? Because you know we know what it is, right? And, and and what I come and I've said this to you on the text message. It's like it's Brad Holmes show. It's uh, Dan Campbell show collectively with the coaching staff and right and, and other people uh, that got voices in the organization. Right. And run the show how you want to run it. Like, I'm with that. Like, one thing I always say is uh, the GM we had uh, years ago, what was his name? Uh, Bob, Bob Quinn? Not even him. Uh, way back. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the black dude? Nope, nope. Before him. Matt the one Millen? That, yeah, Matt Millen. I always say, like, Matt Millen always says, his biggest regret as a GM was I let other people talk me into decisions that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, he let other people run the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And run the show how y'all want to run it, right? People like us, other fans, they're going to they gonna criticize. They're going to talk, right? Right. Everybody has – I mean, because you know, everybody has their opinion. You know, everybody feels what they feel is right. You know what I'm saying? So that's – you know, like you said, you got to do it how you feel, how you see fit. You know what I mean? And, and, and my biggest thing right now is, with that is, 
I keep hearing them having optimism on the season. Like it's it's with Holmes, it's with with uh Dan Campbell, the coaching staff. It's like, oh, we gonna be good. Like I don't know. It's like I want y'all to come out and just be be real and just say it's looking like it's gonna be another down year. It's gonna be another. It's gonna be as much as you don't want to say that. Right. Be yeah. be be upfront, honest. Like we Lions fans, like we've been. We ain't, ain't, ain't much worse we could been through from what we've been through already. So just be upfront, honest. Be like, look like it's gonna be another down year. We, you know, what I mean, we got two number one picks next year. This, that, yeah. the third things. Let's get ready for that. Let, but I don't know, dude. That's my question for you. Like, what what's the best you see from the season? On, well, on, a, on a record on a record level. On a record standpoint. And I, and I and I hate doing like you know uh, we gonna win six games, but I, I don't see it going no more than honestly. If I'm being honest with you, I think if we win four games, that would be I think four games probably max is what I can see. Um, I I just we just don't have and I mean we I think, we just don't have the team. You know what I'm saying? We we don't have the we don't have the linebackers. I mean, we don't have the wide receivers. We just don't have the team right now. I mean, even you know, you're right. You know, you hear golf like I know a lot of people was on golf today. They was you know on him a little bit because he came out and said, "Well, you know, hey, I, I think we're a playoff team," and you know, I feel him. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you're a quarterback, so you gotta have the up. You gotta have the utmost confidence in your skills. So I feel that, but me just looking at the team, looking at the squad, looking at what they have, I don't think it's enough. I don't think DeAndre Swift is enough. I don't think DeAndre Swift and uh Hawkinson is enough to carry an carry this offense. Um I don't see Swell is not playing. I mean, he's not, he's just be frank. He's look like, I guess, whatever they calling it, the growing pains, but he's not playing well. He's getting readjusted to a new situation that played since college, I mean, since high school. So I'm already knowing that the year is over. You know what I'm saying? Like the year is done. You know what right. I mean? But I guess they got to do what they got to do. Golf, I guess he's got to go. I guess he can't. He can't just go out there and say, "Well, I mean, look, we, you know, we, we, we gonna, you know what I mean?" So, I think he got to know. See, the thing is, you gotta know, because if we know, you gotta know. So it's like, I think golf and you know, golf. Got I think to. golf. Golf is probably looking at it like, I hope I survive the season first and foremost. I hope I can get through a full season without getting killed because, like, I think you said it today on Twitter, just like, Suell is setting him up to get murdered. This is the thing, and this is the thing with that offensive line. Everybody keeps calling it, oh, wow, well, the offensive line is complete. That's not necessarily true. And and don't get me wrong because I love Ragnow. I love Jonah. And I even like Taylor. I even like Taylor Decker to an extent when it comes to pass blocking. I know run blocking. He got to get. I don't know what he be doing, but he got to. He got to be a little bit better at run blocking. But again, to me, it's looking like we're in the same predicament. You know what I'm saying? Like when we went into the draft, right? The right side of the line was pretty in pretty much in jumbles, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's to me, it's looking the same way because Vitae. He's still looking trash. You know what I'm saying? I remember he played right guard last year, and he didn't look good. So they got him at right guard again, and he don't look good. I mean, he he just he didn't look good again in preseason. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, with that being said, it looks like, and I hate I hate that it's like that because when when I look at the draft, right? When I look at whoever I'm taking in the first round, I'm looking at that, unless it's a quarterback, I'm looking at that guy to come in and be not set in his ways, not a superstar right away, but I'm looking for him to be pretty damn, you know, self-sufficient. Like, you know what, we're going to teach you a couple, you know, techniques. 
to use your talent, use your strength or your speed or whatever it is you got, but they're pretty much good. But with Suell, it's like we still in the same situation. The right side of the line still sucks. You feel right, me? Right. And I think I maybe know what they're trying to do, maybe because Stuell is a good run blocker and, and Vitae is supposedly a good run blocker and we're supposed to be pushing this run game. You know, maybe they, they want to run on that right side heavy. So maybe that's why. Um, but I would probably be looking I, – I maybe would even look into moving uh, Suell to guard. You know what I'm saying? I would, might even look into him moving him to guard. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of build his confidence back up. Because um, he, he, he will flourish as a guard because he got all the physical tools and it's not, it's, it's not as hard as being a, a tackle. I think if you did that, though, his confidence should be shot. If it's not shot off, if it's not, not being shot already, ready. he got. Yeah. A, I hope he ain't. I, this. I hope he haven't been on Twitter because, I mean, you got some other. I mean, you got some other Lions fans who, they, you know, you know how you know how they be. You know, well, they they these guys know what they're doing. Eh, no, the fuck they don't, because we've seen over and over again quote-unquote football guys make terrible decisions when they come to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Pat Matt Patricia was a football guy, and he – we seen the, the decisions that he made, and they wasn't really that good. And Bob Quinn was, quote-unquote, a scout, and he, he, he made some terrible decisions. Yeah, you know, I, I think all in all, it's just – it's kind of like a – and if you go by as, – as as a Lions team and just saying that, hey, we just had a third pick last year. We just had a seventh pick this year. Agreed. It's like we're gonna we're gonna build off of that. Right. Because a lot of teams can build off of that. But yeah. we looking at Okuda and Suell and like no 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 disrespect to Suell, not saying that he's a bust, right? No, right, right. But let's just say that he got a lot of growing pains to do. Like everybody I'm just using the quotes that everybody else say he's twenty years old. He didn't play last year in college, just that mm-hmm. and third. I give mm-hmm. him that. Let's just mm-hmm. use that for an excuse. Right. But still in all, you talking about a franchise like the Lions that don't mix well. That don't that's and that's that's the point that I'm trying to push to people. I understand that in the past there have been a few offensive linemen that were drafted in the top ten who who initially switched their positions. I understand that. My thing is this first round draft picks are special. They're supposed to be special. They're supposed to be building blocks for the team. And like you said, if we look at the last two years, so we drafted Okuda at three last year and then Suell at seven. And if we're looking to build off of those guys, it's not very inspiring. That's all I was trying. That's all I'm trying to tell, you know, the people on Facebook and the people on Twitter. It's like, we don't have the luxury to do that. You know, it's, it's, it's one thing if, you know, the Patriots decide, well, you know what? We want to, uh, we we want to, uh, we want to, we want to draft the kicker in the first round. You know, those them, them, them folks that won countless um, championships, they can do whatever the hell they want. Right. The the Lions, we don't, we haven't, we haven't done anything. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and, and to credit what you said, it's just like as a Lions franchise, as a franchise that's that's been down for so long like you gotta you gotta get studs you gotta got you gotta get guys that's gonna come in and see potential off the bat we can't go through growing pains with a number three and a number seven number seven that's it and that's the only point that i'm saying it is i wouldn't give i wouldn't give a damn if they drafted suel in the second round and then said well you know what we want to we decided we want to switch him i wouldn't care but first round picks and really, second round too. Is those are supposed to be guys that come right in. You know what they who they are. You know what they're gonna do. You know what I'm saying. Those are supposed to be picks that you build on. And we just don't have the luxury. And, 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 and that's the loser mentality that I have with Lion fans because it's kind of like, what's why, why are you making excuses for for guys that was picked three and seven? And I and that's that's all I'm saying. Same with Okuda. And I think somebody, I think I heard this somewhere else. I think it might have been 97.1. I was listening to them the other day. 
if Okuda was drafted in the second round or the third round, cool. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be as much of a it wouldn't be as much of a problem. You understand? It wouldn't be as much of a problem for him to be, you know, slow or behind or just not quite a superstar or not quite a top ten, you know, cornerback. It, it's it's cool, you know what I'm saying? But he was picked three. You understand that man? They picked him, and they they didn't pick Herbert. Crazy. And Herbert is they got this man as a top ten quarterback. Crazy. And it's the same. I mean, not it's it's kind of different with Hawkinson because don't get me wrong, I like Hawkinson. I think he is a good tight end, um, and hopefully this year he does prove that he's in that. You know that top five range. I hope he, you know, can go out there and do it. He should with all the, you know, targets and catches he probably gonna have. You know, to go out there and prove, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm this. Um, but he, it's even dudes that was drafted after him in the draft that have been doing better than him, who have played, who've outplayed him, as far as you know what I'm saying. His draft. So even though I, you know, I like him, you know. Um, I like him as a player. That's not to say that we couldn't have gotten a better building block because you look at uh, what's my what's my guy over there, the workout warrior um, over there in Seattle. He a huge he a huge wide receiver. Oh Metcalf. Metcalf DK, turn it up. He's that that guy. That kid is unstoppable. I'm telling you. And, and we had we had chances that we had probably had a chance of him twice. Yeah, we did. We could have, bro. We could have drafted him in the first round, and we could have we could have drafted him in the second round when we took. Because who did we take there? We took Carry On, and and, and he listen. He that guy. I don't even believe he's on a football team right now. Crazy man, it's it, 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 it's just sickening that. It's just like draft draft a stud, and and I'm not saying that Swell's not a stud, right? So I don't want to get everything because he's true. got he's got talent. He he we know that he got he's got gifts. You know he's got the speed and the power that is is it's a bit rare. You know what I'm saying? So we know that, but it's it's one thing to have speed, power, and all that stuff, but not to produce. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you still have to produce. Jared Davis has speed and power, and he he couldn't tackle. He couldn't do anything as a football player could do. With that said, it, it, it's kind of like I said, and, and I wouldn't be surprised, man. And, and people are gonna get mad. I wouldn't be surprised if Suell has struggles with the Lions throughout his career with the Lions because it seems that moving him to the right tackles probably going to take some confidence away from him, him having struggles early in his career. It might take him around three years. years. You got to remember, these guys is on three, four-year contracts as rookies. Yeah. And, and by time – Well, at five, when you first round, you, you they got you for five years. Okay. And, and sometimes, as we've seen with Jerry Davis and we've seen with a lot of other guys, they don't make it out they rookie contract. And – they could go somewhere else and find themselves. Like, is, that's what I'm saying. Like, how? You, like, I don't know, man. It's it's mind boggling. It's, it's, it's mind boggling, and it, it really is. And I, I would just, and it might be a little bit better if I could hear the. I want to know the explanation. I mean, tell me why, why, why did you draft Sewell at seven and move him to right ta- at right tackle? If you already knew and had spoken to. Um, Taylor Decker and, you know, whatever the case, he just decided, hey, well, I don't want to move to the right side. And you say, well, we want to get this guy anyway. You either, if you feel like Suwell has the potential and he does have the higher potential than Decker, you you trade him. You trade him, get his, get his ass out of there. You trade him. And, or or we, we, we rebuild it anyway. You trade him. If, if you can't find a trade partner, he you shit his ass. I mean, he is is he, he can't. You know what I'm saying? So, I just didn't get. I, and I felt like 
it's like you're looking around at the league, right? You're looking around, you're looking at the Jags, and you know they happy with with the quarterback, and you're looking at um who, who else was it? it was the Jags and the you're looking at Jets. the Jets, and and they they happy with my man Zach Wilson over there, and and then you got Trey Lance, and he. He he's happy. They happy to have him. You know what I'm saying? That the fan base caught on. Everybody, every, it's funny that you mentioned that because everybody seems contempt. Even Chase, the wide receiver from uh, that's playing in Cincinnati from uh, LSU, as much as he had a bad preseason, it's still a lot of upside because it's like, well, we still got the quarterback Joe Burrow. That's his man. They eventually going to click. It makes sense. You know what but, I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not me. And I mean, that could be because I'm not, you know, um, because I'm not a Bengals fan, but I, I don't, I'm not really worried about <clears throat> that kid. I'm not even really worried about him because he, he, he'll probably click. You know what I'm saying? He, he's been playing wide receiver. He's got everything that he needs. He got a good quarterback. I believe he'll click. He had what five targets and he had four drops. Okay, yeah, I mean drops. Of course, drops is concerning, but um, me per I I, I don't, I'm not worried about him. You know, right? I'm, and one one reason I'm not worried about him is because well, shit, I got we got we got our own problems to worry about. You know, and we got our own things to worry about. But I'm not really, and this is the thing, swell. Not only is one of the lowest ranked players on the team, but uh, he's one of the lowest ranked players in in the first round by PFF, and he's one of the lowest ranked right tackles by PFF. So, and again, I'm not gonna say he's a bust because, like you, even like you said. It might take him three years, and he might catch on. He, I think, he probably will still end up being a good player. You know, probably not super great, but I don't think he's going to have the impact that Fields is going to have, or um, as a, as a Zach Wilson is going to have. And I don't think that the line, I don't think that the offensive line is as solid as everybody wants to believe and if the, when the season start they're gonna be they're gonna be heartbroken because they feel the, a lot of these people on twitter and it's, you know they feel like the, the offensive line is the strength of the team and we just seen that it's not and they won't admit it they won't admit it yeah but they did this they did the same they did the same thing with Stafford. How many years? What, three years we were saying? Yeah, Stafford need to go. Stafford need to go. They need to bring in some competition. They need to bring up some competition. No, Stafford's our guy. As soon as Stafford say, hey, I want to uh, I want to announce a trade. I want to play in big games. They turned on him. They switched on him finally. Oh, well, he he didn't play. He didn't win in any big games. You know what I'm saying? But it's the same thing we've been saying for, what, three, four years? And um, y'all called us crazy. Yeah. You don't know football. You don't. You guys, you guys are Stafford haters, or am I? Am I? Nah, I just uh, the state of the Lions fans is just it's just real content with losing, and you get that losing mentality. They're, they're content. They're content. You know, their whole thing is, well, it wouldn't have made sense to draft. It wouldn't have made sense to draft a quarterback when we don't have a receiving core. Why not? You don't have to play him right away. Just because you draft a quarterback, their their logic is so messed up. Because on one hand, they say, well, you, if you draft a quarterback, you probably need to play him right away. But then they'll say, oh, well, Mahomes was so much better than everybody else because he had a year to sit and train his body and learn the playbook. Well, why can't we do that? If we rebuild a team, why can't we do that? You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. I, I'm, you know, I, I always go to what's next. You know, that's my motto. And it's like with the draft next year, it's like I hope they don't find a way to mess this up. 
Because this 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 gonna be the bad part. This gonna be the calling card. And see Holmes, I don't know what he's doing, but he looking a little shaky right now. He better get himself straight when his next coming draft. Because check a scenario if say he say we do draft the quarterback next year, you know whatever whatever you know first round, second round, third round. Say we draft the quarterback. Boom, he don't he he sucks. Holmes, you, <laughs> you, you out the door, buddy. You gone. Cause listen, Campbell not going with you. Y'all not, y'all not Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. Y'all not equally tied at the hip because you have a four year contract and Dan Campbell has a six year contract. So, and that could be, you know, that could be, you know, money related, but I think it's more of, look, we trust him a little bit more than we trust you. And I think, like, and I always said that, I think we always said, I think Campbell got more say-so as far as in that building and with the Fords than Holmes do. I think Holmes is not have full power. I think he a little bit on a short leash. So if he draft a quarterback and he don't pan out, he can go ahead and kiss his job goodbye. Meanwhile, Dan Campbell probably will still be able to keep his job. You know what's crazy? I, I, you brought something to my attention. I probably wouldn't have even thought about. Let's just say Taylor Decker has an above average year, right? Right. So basically, if he has an above average year, you're basically telling Suell, "This is our left tackle." Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not going back to left. You're not going. This is the thing. Taylor Decker got four four more years on that contract. So <laughs> look, he ain't he ain't going. He, he, he not and that's, going it, to... that's only he got four years left. That's only if he's an above average left tackle, right? Let's just say give or take, because we don't know what's gonna happen during the season. Right, Taylor right, Decker we, could actually know. suck and, and lose he his could, job. Because you know, last year could have been last year was a uh, last year was a, a contract year. And you know everybody played good on their contract year, so you know this year it it could be you know it could be like you know he and turn up so even though he looked pretty good in the what I saw from him in the preseason he looked pretty good you know what I'm saying, um but you're right, that's the thing, and that's the the fans is like well a lot of a lot of uh, offensive linemen uh, play right side one year and then left side the other year but this is the thing. He ain't getting ready to play left side because mm. Decker is there. But and I think the cap, even if we want to get rid of him next year, I think the cap hit is he he got a he got a, a hefty cap hit. And, and and like I just said, let's just say he plays above average and it's pretty good. Why would you want to get rid of somebody that plays above average at the left tackle spot, right? Bingo. But, Bingo. And, 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 and now you're telling Suell, like, well. We got our left tackle. He plays above average. He's pretty good. He's protected. He ran, you know what I mean? His run block is pretty good. So we're forming you into a right tackle. And Suell's looking like, well, you pretty much got me at seven to play right tackle. Right tackle. Which, that's stupid as hell. It's stupid. Like, it, it, it's really bad. It's really bad. But I'm not going to be that one because uh, hopefully uh, it turns out to for the best. But I hope. I'm, I hope that it. I hope game one that Suwell go out there and I hope we have a thousand yards rushing the first game. But I, I'm I I gotta say it just don't make sense. It you got a right it, tackle at number seven. You took a right tackle and, and and I mean for one, right tackles are not hard to find. Left tackles are really the ones. Left tackles are usually the ones who are a little bit more – they're more important than a right tackle because for a right-handed quarterback, your your left your left-handed guy – I mean, your left side is the the guy that's protecting you when you can't see. So left tackles is a little – and left tackles are supposed to be good at both. They're supposed to really be good at both run pass blocking and run blocking. You know, your your right tackle really – Really can he can slack off a little bit as far as 
you know, pass blocking. And I, I know the Suell is not the best pass blocker, so maybe that's their maybe that was their plan. Well, but I j me personally, I would not have and and like other teams didn't 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 not draft him either. They didn't draft him either. It was teams that because and that's I mean if you go back years ago I forgot the draft where what's the kid name remember Jabril Jabril Peppers yeah he was electric in college because they he was a utility dude and they moved him all around and you know you couldn't plan for him because you didn't know if he was gonna play safety or you didn't know if he was gonna be a cornerback or if he was gonna be a linebacker and he just had that type of athletic profile where he could switch so much but the thing happened when it came to him being in the NFL you don't do that they're not they're not moving you around you know you, you're not getting ready to get moved around a whole lot like that right 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 uh, and so that was the big thing with him when he when it came time for them to get drafted because talent wise I think he was like a top 10 top 5 talent in that draft but nobody knew what position he played. And that's why he fell so low. And then even when he got into the league, he didn't pan out like everybody thought that he would because he got he got moved around so much. They he didn't his I'm sure his confidence suffered and he just he just never got to stick like he never got to stick because they kept moving him around. They didn't know what he was. Right, right. I agree. I agree. I think the only thing that can – I think for us on our offensive line, the only thing that can actually salvage us is Suell plays out his mind on right tackle and they realize, yo, we got to put him at left tackle and move Decker to the right side. And Decker has to be cool with it and then it, and then it could form. But and, and if, if be... you're playing – but if their plan is to keep Suell at the right tackle for years – uh, I don't. That's I, a bad plan. And see, even if they, I, I would actually feel a lot better, even because I think, and I remember they were saying this too when he was like, it was draft time. They were saying his profile really fits better as a guard than a tackle. Um, and I think, I think that too. I think if they moved him to maybe, you know, right guard, I think he would play. I think he'd be a little bit better. Because he could just be able to, he basically would just be able to use his gifts at at the guard position, and you can move Vitae to the right tackle position, and then you know, after next year, you can get off from under Vitae, and then you can, you can, you know, you can draft to a right tackle. You know, I think that would be the better way to go. But if that was the case, then in all actuality, you should have just gave Crosby the right tackle position, and that's. That's and what I was. That's what I was saying. But that's then it's the politics that comes with it too. Because Vitae is making, he's he's making big he's making big starter money. That's the reason why they couldn't. So many fans was well. We'll just we can trade Vitae. No, you can't. Nobody's getting ready to trade for Vitae with that contract and his playability. He's a he's a a good backup that can come in and run block really well. Nobody's trading for that that contract. They're no, they're nobody's taking that. Um, same with Jelani Tavai. Well, we can trade Tavai. No, you can't. You can't trade Tavai because he's terrible. Nobody wants him. <laughs> yeah, and if they do want him, they're going to get him off waivers. They'll get him off waivers when it's, after he's cut because he was waived just like he was just waived. So it's just like I, I don't get I don't get a lot of it, what they're doing. And I'm very, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm worried. Not worried, but I'm, uh, what's the word? Uh, I'm uninspired. Because it's, it's nobody, to be quite frank with you, it's nobody on that team that I really want to see. Like, it's nobody. Right, right. You know what, Jack, The what's the punter? Sam, uh, Sam, or uh, Jack. Whatever the punter's name is, Jack. I like him. Yeah, <laughs> I, he that's he that's it. Jack. It's, it's crazy because now I like I'm gonna tell you some people I like on the team, but as, as far as oh, the, the, two, the two defensive tackles that we drafted, I like them too. As far as the Lions fan base, 
and the uh, empathy that they have for some of these moves that we're making is sickening because it's like I can understand it. I can understand certain teams. Like you said, right. the Patriots, yep. Yep. Pittsburgh, yep. Tampa Bay. Yep. When, they, when, they make, when, they, when they mess up on young players and stuff like that, on development, it's understandable because they got a base. They still got veteran players that can still, you know, overtake the 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 mistakes that that was done by Correct. bad. But when you got a team like the Lions, all we have we is, don't have the luxury. We don't have. That's what I'm. Trying, we don't have a look like. That's just like. I mean, just think of it as anything, right? You know, think about it even if you're in school, right? Say you're a senior and you you need every, like, you got to pass every class in order to graduate. You don't have the luxury to, to, to not go to class. You don't have the luxury to be late. You got to get in there and do your, you got to get in there and do it. You don't have the luxury. Now, compared to some you know they didn't. They they had all their credits last year. You know what I'm saying? They could have they could have graduated in the eleventh grade if they wanted to. They ain't got to go to class for real. They ain't got to show up to school every day. But you you can't you can't hang with them because you don't have the luxury to do that. Yep. And and and, and just to say, I know you said Jack. Jack is a guy I'm looking out for. Oh, the punter. I think, yeah, I think he's special. Uh other person I'm looking forward to just watching as far as lines go is Tracy Walker. Oh um, yeah, Tracy. I like I want to I do. I want to see last year was they just using him wrong or cuz I remember we was th- we was he was we was he was a stud. He is. I think I think um I'm a, I'm actually watching the games for him. I'm at, I'm watching to see what he does on defense. I want to see him fly around the field. Um, I think he does have a little trouble with coverage a little bit sometimes as far as like tight ends goes. Uh, but then again, I think those can be fixed, but I'm looking, I'm actually watching the games for Tracy Walker. I, I think he can be someone that tallies up over a hundred tackles and, and, and breaks up over maybe 10, 15 passes. Like, I think Most that's, and I like, I like Tracy. So yeah, I am. I like Tracy, and I I like what's my other man? I like I like Imani too. I like Imani Owurarie. I think I, pers- I like him. I like him, but I think I just don't like him against like number one. Yeah, good, good against good super wide good. Receivers. Yeah, yeah, like the top ten wide receivers. They don't like him against. Yeah, yeah. No, I I get it, and I think he. I still think he the best cornerback that we have on the squad. But yeah, I like him, and then like I, I like the two defensive tackles who we drafted. I, um, one of them dudes is McNeil. Both, I like yeah, McNeil. Both of them dudes is real nasty, and I think one of them got. I think he got the potential to be like, you know, one of the best top three, top five tackles in the league. So, I, I definitely, I definitely like that. Um, offensively, I, I'm not really looking to see. Not one, just one player, but um, I definitely want to see how this run game is going to unfold. I'm looking for. I know you said the run game. I'm looking for Hawk, man. I think uh, Hawk, Hawk gotta go. He he, it's time for him too. It's time for you, Hawk. You know, um, and it's time for him to go out there and be. A top, he got to be a top five tight end. I think he got to be top three. Yeah, and, you and, right. And, 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 and with golf back there, it's capable. He, and he's look, he gonna get. And I think that's why they were so comfortable letting a lot of them receivers go or not bringing in a lot of receivers because I, they feel like they're gonna be using Hawkinson, Swift, and Jamal Williams a lot in the passing game. So I think they're as far as wide receivers go, they like, well, this we not really the offense is getting ready to air it out. We not getting ready to air it out. And I think that was why it was so easy for them to get rid of Perriman too, which is probably why they shouldn't have brought his ass in. But we're not getting ready to air out. This offense is not about to air it out. And if they do, it'll be when the game is Finito and teams is just like putting in a third, second and third team. Like Bingo. I see, 
Right. I see I see a lot of yards being accumulated once the game is pretty much over. Over. Yeah, that's when okay, well let me throw it down. And and again, you know, golf is not in in the aspect of quarterback and Stafford was the dude that was like, Well, you know what? It's two it's two defenders right here and I got one receiver. I'm going to just see if I can throw it in this hole, this tight hole, and if he catch it, he don't. And if the the, 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 the defense catch it, then they catch it. You know what I'm saying? Stafford was just like, hey, you know, it is what it is type thing. But Goff is not that type of player. He's he's more so um, – he's trying to be – even though it don't work all the time, he tries to be careful with the ball. So if he don't see it, he ain't, he ain't even, even going to try to throw it. And, and... – the cold part, now that we say that, is that's why I want to bring in, and a lot of Lions fans is going to disagree. Cam Newton. I want to bring in Cam because I feel like Cam can come in. It, it, obviously, it's, it's golf's job, right? Right. But it's, it's going to be. It, 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 but here's the thing: either golf with with that line looking like it's look, he's a, he's going to leave a lot of games early, or it's going to be a blowout, and we're going to have to bring in a second team. It's going to be. a it's going to be a part of the game. It's going to be like, yo, yo, bring in the backup quarterback, right? And I think Cam, I think Cam could come in, hold down the offense, and then on top of that, he can get that that offensive uh, unit going. You feel me? Uh, well, I just think I, I mean that's that's true as well. I just I just think when you look at the offensive coordinator that we have and then you look at the quarterbacks that he's been successful with, right? you know, you look at a guy like Tyrod Taylor who was a little bit closer to – closer in style as Cam. The off – Cam literally pretty – and everybody, well, Cam, Cam can't throw it deep no more. Well, Goff can't do it either. You know what I mean? And this is not going to be a throw it deep offense anyway. This is going to be a get the ball out quick to your receiver or your running back or your um your slot your slot receiver it's going to be that type of offense anyway it's not going to be you know the running you know the running gun throwing it down deep with that it's not going to be that anyway i just personally think cam would show them because at the end of the day we're still trying to get the team and the offense prepared for whoever is coming in to take it over because we know and they know it too they know it's not golf but this is one thing too when i i I was kind of thinking about it. Then I heard Motor City said, "If golf, if golf go out there and win six games, they go. They might. I could see a scenario where they'd be like, well, yeah, you know what? He would have played better if he had these receivers, or he would have played better if he had this weapon. You know what I'm saying? And then give him chance after chance, like they did. I could see that happening. Oh yeah, definitely." But I can see that happening too. I also don't. I, I think it's going to be a lot of, and God bless golf, man. But I, I God bless I, him. I don't. I don't. I don't, I, dis, I, I, I don't I dislike seen, him. I, I, I've seen this movie before, and I don't see golf playing a lot of games this year. For and I'm not saying this about the be injury. I just think that overall, that when you look at the team, that it's going to be a lot of blowouts, and it's going to be like, yo, get him out the game. You feel me? Like get him like, out. It's not working, and I'd rather have a guy like Cam come in than a guy like Boyle or Blau. Like, don't don't give me those guys to fill in for him. Give me somebody like Cam that could be like, "Yo, yo, we down by twenty plus, but you know what? I can make it. I can somewhat make it still competitive. You know what I mean?" Well, this Some, this is this is the bad part about it too. So we'll know. You know what I'm saying? If they you know towards the mid, you know, let's say early mid season, they go ahead. They go ahead and bench golf not we're not really benching but you know they just, just sit him out just sit him out for like a rinky dink uh injury we'll know if they because if they do that then he here he here for next year because they also got to be able to trade golf you know what i'm saying not only they, they also have to be able to trade him so if they sit him out you know just for some regular rinky dink you know injury then, then we know golf gonna be here. They, they golf gonna be here. I think golf is gonna be here regardless. I don't even think that trade is possible because I don't think I don't think anybody if he if he doesn't succeed here, I don't think anybody will want him. 
Exactly. So and, that's, and I think that's what he know too. He that's I think that's why he trying to you know keep up, keep confidence, and you know yeah we going to the playoffs and we doing this. I think that's why he got to say that too because he know this really the end of the road because look they had pegged him before the trade with Matthew Stafford and everything. They had pegged golf to still be traded, but they had him going to back up somebody else like Josh Allen or something like that. So they still had him being a trade target, but they had him going to to back up. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and this is just, like you said, it's, a, it's the last role for him. And I, I really feel like, yo, even if he stays the next two years, you still got to draft a quarterback next year. Still got and just, to. And you got to get him on a rookie deal and just have golf sit behind him and hold it, hold, you know what I mean, teach the kid a little bit and have the little competition. Just same way that 49ers is doing Trey Lance and, and Guapolo is just uh, just pretty much have him in the background, play the, play the role. Play the pay, role. Play, give him his money, but at the same time, hey, this is our future. Because I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't mind having just Jimmy get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy gets hurt, and he is getting up there in age. And, you know, it's like, this is what I felt. It's like we're a rebuilding team, so, like, let's rebuild it correctly. Like, if we're a rebuilding team, let's do it correctly. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all was going to try to make a move like that, I felt like y'all should have been on the phone trying to see what y'all could do about getting Watson. Even though you know the Ford's probably not going to go for that because of the situation, you know he, you know the Feds, he that that boy got the, <laughs> that boy got the Feds looking at him. So it, the the Ford's probably are not going to go for that. Um, not 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 right now. Not maybe not until he's cleared anyway. They they wouldn't probably wouldn't go for that anyway. So the whole Watson thing is out pretty much right now. Well, that's my thing, and that's. And that's why I was looking at the Lions to be like this offseason to at least build the fundamentals for a solid team. You know what I mean? Like a solid defense, solid run game. Because if we can at least do that, then we can convince some of these guys that might be still available. Like, you got to remember, like, uh, what's my man? Russell Wilson. You got Watson. Like, these guys – Looking like they want to till the end of their team because yeah, I'm not. And you never know, and you never know what you never know what can happen in a year. Right, right. And then if they looking at the Lions and they're like, "Yo, you got a dope coach, you got a go- dope coaching staff. It's cool over there. I see you guys building up a defense, a run game. All you need is a quarterback. Let me, you know, what I mean, even if you got a losing record, I know I'm I'm confident in myself that if I go over there as a quarterback, that that's the last piece, and then we can get this going. But I'm looking at the like I said this 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 preseason. Hopefully the season the regular season changes everything. But right now I'm looking at the preseason and everything and all these 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 uh, these transactions that's happening. I'm looking at the lines. It's like y'all just y'all not setting yourself up for people to want to play this. Yeah, I don't I don't um I don't see anything inspired. Telling me yesterday they was like, well, Holmes has come in and he's already fixed. What is he fixed? What, what what tell me what he fixed because the cornerback position is still a mess, uh, the linebacker position is still a mess, uh, the offensive line whether y'all want to admit it or not the right side is still in in I won't say a mess but I say it's in shambles right now it's just in a big question, um, you, you know it, it, safety is still pretty shaky, um, so uh, what 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 running back is not secure because I'm not. I, I don't feel secure in Swift, you know what I mean? And I know they're going to try to use him more so in the passing game this year, but I'm, I still don't feel secure with him as being the number one running back. Like I said, man, we got a couple of weeks for the season to start. Hopefully what I feel is different from what comes out. Uh, but because like I said, this is a great foundation. Well, this could this should be a great foundation. Should be. For us to start keying ourselves into some players that want to want to lead their franchises next year, but again, we're looking at a team that's like, "Nah, I'm good. I'll pass on them." Like, I don't want to go there. That's they sorry. You know I'm what I mean? Sorry. Yeah, and that, that's going to be the same. And that's the thing. And that's why your first round picks are so important because, like we said, those are your building blocks. And people say, you know, what I'm saying people will go and play in, in with the Bengals now because. Joe Burrow is over there. People will right. go and play with the Chargers because they got Herbert. 
even though these guys are young, you know, people will go now and play with the Jets, or they will go now and play at right. San Fran because, okay, look, they got that young talent there. Yeah, cool, I'll go do that. They Chicago, they go to Chicago. Got everybody want to play. Everybody loves Fields, so it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, we got Fields, and then it's like with the Lions, it's like you still don't have the build. Sure, we got a tight end. I mean, but at the end of the day, what is that? You know, what I'm saying we, and and I, like I said, I do like the defensive tackles though. Don't get me wrong. I like those two defensive tackles, and I think hopefully those guys will be, you know, great for us, you know, many, many years, next 10 years to come. Um, But other than that, it's not much here to be like, yeah, let's go to Detroit. You know what I mean? I'm going to Detroit. You know what I mean? I don't see it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. Right. Man, I love this podcast, man. I'm telling you. Because you, 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 get, you get the real. Like, you this get is the real. real. You get this the is real. Re- that's real talk. Like, like, people don't understand. Like, you're just looking at it for face value. It's deeper than that. Like, you got to look down the road. You got to see what other people feeling. Like, there's nothing for me, like, as a as a Russell Wilson or as a Deshaun watching to be like, yo, yo, that, yo, I like this shit that they doing over there. I think I want to, even though it's a, a, a shitty franchise, they've been making some good moves the last two years. Right. I'm the la- I'm the last piece to get the and it doesn't home. and it doesn't take it don't take even look at the Browns people will go on to play with the Browns now you know what I'm saying it's like the Browns used to be in the same category with us and they're not anymore they're not in the category because they didn't look they went and got them a quarterback they didn't they spent they 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 drafted they didn't maybe draft good depth players but look at least with them first round second round and third round picks they was hitting on them you know what I'm yep. saying and so people. It's just like put yourself in a position. If I was a player in the league and I had clout and I had the the opportunity to kind of go a few places, Detroit would not, unless I was just like, you know, wanting to play at home or something like that. Detroit is not a place where I would go. Not right now. Not and in in homes, you know. What I mean, and this is the disappointing part. He still got a couple weeks because you know some right some yeah, things sure, happen. But I know he's not. Said, He's not taking any risk. There's no risk. No risk. Cleveland, no risk. Cleveland took a lot of risk. They brought in Odell. They brought in uh, what's the running back over there? Oh, um, uh, the dude who I wanted. That he hit. He what? He hit the girl, right? He, yeah, he pushed, yeah, yeah. He mushed her in the face, right? And they they took risks to yeah, get they, these guys, though. They mm-hmm, took mm-hmm. risks. And look, he on a, he on a crazy easy contract. His contract right now is super under undervalued because he was like a top 10 running. He was like a top 10, top five running back. And then they got him. They got him for cheap because of his situation. We're not taking any risk, bro. No risk, no risk, no reward. That's how I'm looking at it. It's just, it's just the franchise that's there. That's bro. It's it's fresh. That's why I say sometimes like, and I have to remind myself sometimes to stay off of Twitter because it's, it's so frustrating. It'll, it'll make you frustrated. It'll make you lose. You'll be having a good day, and then you start talking about the Lions, and you'll be like, man, damn. You know what I'm saying? You'll feel that anxiety, feel that anxiety coming on. You'll be like, man, damn. Why wow, was I having a good day? But it's like the decision. And, it, you know, it's one thing, too. I read, I've read. i been reading the last couple of days. You know, um, a bear doesn't try to explain to flies why honey tastes better than shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, you know, sometimes you be wanting people, you be thinking that people have common sense and you be wanting them to, you be thinking that it's so simple that they'll agree and they'll, they'll understand, but they, they don't, you know what I'm saying? It's naive. They just real naive. They're, they're happy. They're content. And that's why I was telling somebody today on Twitter, like the Fords, the people keep saying, well, eventually the Fords will sell. No, the hell they won't. The Fords is, that y'all have made it so easy for the force to because all they got to do look even if say five years down the line right this didn't work out Campbell didn't work out Holmes didn't work out five years down the line all they got to do is do the same thing again clean house bring somebody in yeah this new regime is it's definitely it, it, these guys are serious where are the results yeah I was, cold part is today I met a driver he always come to the job. He drop off packages. He work for a carrier, right? And uh, me and him chop it up. I've been knowing him for a while. I asked him, I'm like, yo, where you from? He's like, I'm from the D. I was like, oh, I said, cold thing. I'm a Lions fan. He said, oh, yeah. 
He said, yeah, we need a lot more because it's bad over here. And then uh, he, he, he just got to the point. He was just like, bro, here's the thing. Ain't going to change till we get rid of the Fords. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. You, I mean, that's the, I mean, you can, that's just like if, 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 if two parents have, have children, right? Them children, you know, they don't know how to do anything. They, they, they rotten, they spoiled. Then you say something, something tragic happens. You send them to go live with their aunt or their uncle, or you send them to go live with their grandparents. Their grandparents have to be the ones to get them into shape. They're not going to change until their situation changes. So until they got something like, it's just like it work. If you got a boss that's soft, don't really care too much about what's going on, people are slacking. Nobody's getting ready to work hard, but you you got a boss that's like pushing it out of you, like, hey, yo, I need you to, I need you to do this. You know what I'm saying? I need you to get on this one. You know what I'm saying? Look, hey, you, you got two more, you got, bro, you got one more time to mess up, and then I gotta get you out of here. You know what I'm saying? When you got somebody that's on your ass, you either gonna you gonna you gonna do your best to do what you gotta do. But if you got somebody, you got a boss that's lack, you know, lacks Dazel, don't know what's going on. You know, they don't know how to run stuff. Then, I mean, stuff is going to be, things are going to be a little bit, you know, you, ain't nothing going to be right. Yeah, you, you know, you know it. And, and that's, the, and that's, the, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but. the Fords don't know anything about, they don't know anything about football. You know, Sheila don't know, you know, a linebacker from, you know, a running back. You know, she doesn't know what, what things are supposed to look like. She don't know what a rebuild is supposed to look like. She don't know what a great run game is supposed to look like. Not saying that she don't care, but she just don't know. She just don't know. You know what I'm saying? And that's, it's, it's taking a point. That's her job to bring people in. Like, like, I don't know what we were saying, you know, she need like a, a council, like a circle of people that she can say, well, look, we said, this- no, no, no. We said this. And I told you this earlier today. We talked on the text. You got to bring in a football dude. You got to bring in somebody like Brad Holmes. No disrespect. I like him. I like his resume. But as far as the GM, you should have brought a football dude in. You should have brought somebody they, like Peyton Manning. Like they will. You got to you got to bring in a Peyton Manning. You got to bring in one of them dudes like a uh, what's the dude in Frisco? Uh, uh, John Lynch. John, and I and and they I liked I liked Holmes I liked his resume, but j- he wasn't ready to be a GM, and and they knew that. That's why they said, "Well, we're gonna." We've also brought in other people to kind of alleviate some of the stresses of his job, so he can kind of just focus on the draft. So they really just brought him in because of his draft, his draft kick capabilities, and his ability to be able to point out talent. Um, but he's he's they should have, and I, I remember in the beginning they was talking to some guys who I was, the, the, my man who who had built the Atlanta Falcons up. He he built one team and then he went to Atlanta Falcons and built the Atlanta Falcons up. You know they didn't bring they didn't hire him, and I was wondering, and, and this is the thing too, the Fords is cheap, and it I don't I ain't gonna say nothing, but I'm saying that. Holmes is making like some of the least money. I think he's making the least money of all of the GMs in the league. And um uh, uh Dan Campbell too. They're both making least, you know, the least amount of money. Even like I think that's why he has the six year contract. He got the six year contract really because he damn, that's how they that's how they worked his money in. He ain't really getting no money for real. He he just getting like the base. The base to be a head coach is what he's getting. You gotta get the Fords out of there, bro. That's yeah. the, that's where I'm gonna leave that. You gotta get yeah. the Fords up out of there. I mean, you know, we got two weeks. We got about two, maybe a week and a half, two weeks before the season starts. So, you know, y'all know we'll we'll come in some 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 crazy unexpected happen. You know, we'll be here to talk about it. Um, you know, maybe yeah. maybe we'll do a you know a quick little pod, but right before the game. Or you know maybe a day before the game, see what we expect. Um, but you you definitely know we're gonna have that that coverage for you after the game. Uh, <laughs> we definitely gonna have that. 
Um, speaking of that, I got to figure out what I'm going to do about watching the games this year. Am I going to go ahead and purchase one of the packages? Because uh, my little sites, they didn't call the whole, my little sites ain't working. Um, yeah, I got to right get now. a package that myself. If we yeah, got to like go what? in, if you want to go in on something, let me know. Then we can split it. Yeah, because I think, what is it? The NFL joint was, what, $100 for the yeah. year? Yeah, it yeah, is. And you whatever can, you it can is, use, you can use it on what? How many devices? Well, hella devices. So we be good. Let let me know. We 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 definitely got. We gonna get it. We get, yeah, because that ain't that that'll be number fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah, we, we definitely can do that. But yeah, yeah, y'all know we'll come back. You know, if something unexpected happened, we'll bring it to y'all. But we definitely gonna be here to cover for the for the regular season. Right, and I'm a, I'm I'll, I'll probably be on my get rid of the Fords. Uh, uh, hype. Uh, that, I, I, I think that's gonna be my campaign for the year, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be cool until that happens. Th- we gonna we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna so see. that with, with that being said, my man, God bless. Yes, sir. You too. One. One.